Now, being on the other side, I see how much passion these people they have for the dance, for the ballet, and for the dancers. And I really appreciate, like I said, I really appreciate them for being there every time when there's a show, for trying to to come for every stage rehearsal, um, supporting, like I said, supporting financially. You know, their money. They give us money. Um, yeah. and they're ready to support us more for different projects. And I'm so thankful. I, I told them, guys, I'm more than thankful. And I can now say this. I'm really thankful for, for your help and for your support. Today, I'm talking to Adrian Conescu, who is the head of the Ballet Circle of the Vienna State Ballet. Oh, it's so great to talk to you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Are you having, are you having a bit of a break now after the <laughs> season? Um, yeah, from the from the ballet, yeah, it's a, it's a kind of a break because there's still a few things to be done. Yeah, over the summer, which you know we're working with uh, with uh, for the website, few things has to be changed and small things, um, and prepare for the next year. Uh, but like in the the big, um, how should I say, the the big storm at the moment, it's 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 quiet. It's, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's in holiday, so it's it's fine. Yeah, but tell me a little bit about your role and and uh, at the ballet at the uh, ballet club. Um, so I took over in February. Yeah. Um, and I'm the head of the of the head of the friends of the of the ballet. So mm -hmm. basically, I don't know if you know. Before there was the ballet club, and oh, yeah. there was a private a verein. It's a private. How you say this? Uh, like a private. Um, What's the word in English? Yeah, like a organization. Yeah, a private. Yeah, like a private organization. Where I think they were, they did like twenty two years, mm -hmm. and the lady who was doing this, um, she decided in December to leave. So, like in two two twenty, this private organization was taking over or well, under the Staatsoper, mm -hmm. and so it, it belonged now to the, the Opera House, and of course. The lady who did it for 22 years, she was like a like an employee from the opera house. Mm -hmm. But she, you know, she's 70. She said, you know, I I can't do this anymore. So she stepped down and I took over. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, I'm the head of the of this department, which is just one one man show. Uh, <laughs> I'm the, the only, it's just only me. Okay. Um yeah, so now is this is going more because I'm trying to bring it more at the international standard, like you know the Royal Opera has it, or like so to go more to development, uh, to development like you know fundraising and supporting the company more as just a private um, entertaining group of people. Yeah, but what is the what what is then the main purpose then? What what do you want to achieve by this organization? Well, listen, like like you have, I mean, you know, from the from the from the Royal Opera House, they have the the membership. Yeah, they have like a, the 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 how they call friends of the Opera House. Mm -hmm. So these friends of the Opera House, or in this case, the friends of the ballet they support the the ballet company financially so the money which they pay for the for the memberships it's a donation to the to the company and this money they are used for different projects like they they have in vienna this uh, pro, uh, platform choreography which is um um a platform for the young for the young choreographers to you know 
this is this is supported by the uh, friends of the Vienna State Ballet. Then mm -hmm. all the um, most of the money they go into physiotherapy and uh, point shoes projects and like you know the money which they have to to buy the the point shoes for the dancers. Um, but there are so many other projects which I would like to bring them um, and to present them to the to the to the friends of the ballet um, and not just to to open their their hearts, let's say like this. And say, yeah. you know, with your help, we can really support the to the, the dancers in different projects. Yeah. And this, these types of projects that you're talking to and you, you want to support the dancers, uh, what what would that entail? Yeah, like for example, it's um it's the idea maybe to to have like a health center, a health mm -hmm. center just for the dancers of the of the Vienna State Ballet, which this would be a really big project. Um, this has to be still, you know, to go through the how much it costs these things, how we would do it. Um, this in the beginning, but the idea is there. Mm -hmm. Um, another project is like, like I said, point shoes. The point shoes, you know, they cost a lot of money and they don't have enough point shoes, the, the dancers of the company. So this also could be a project where we can, you know, have like a, like, um, how do I say, like, um, patron off for the point shoes so everyone's paying i don't know like per month or per year so much money and this money goes into uh point shoes um let's say project yeah but you talk about so for example the point shoes now yeah people don't realize that how many point shoes do dancers the the, the mm. female dancers use in in um you know in a, a pers pers spare season you mean yeah yeah i mean uh, this that like that like that you know if if i get okay from the direction to say you know we do this then i have to see exactly like i said how many point shoes a dancer needs per yeah. season how many point shoes needs a solace for this uh, performance and you know just to present them like facts basically yeah yeah and also now you're talking about the health and that you want a health center. And this is also now it's it's very important for the dancers because, um, you know, there's so much research that's also been done to uh, how much the dancing affects the body. And, and it's not just the body, but it's also the mental, mm. the mental health. And it's it's looking after the dancers. And I think it's also part of of the fact that they then feel valued you know that they that it's not just this physical thing but it's also this mental thing that somebody's looking after us totally mm -hmm. i'm agree with you i'm totally agree with you you know this uh to be a dancer in a company it's, it's also very important like i said to feel care from the yeah. direction from the you know in the studio and in the rehearsal but also like you know when you're injured or like it's also now since few years um, the health me mental health uh, issue you know in the in the in our world in the in the arts world you know how how do we deal with injuries mentally how do we deal with you know not being on stage for a couple of months or this or this uh, fear of what's happening if I cannot come back to in the studio you know what am I doing next and these things we are maybe scared sometimes to to face them or to speak about these problems so you know we just keep we keep these problems in in, in inside of ourselves and it's mm -hmm. also it's 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 uh it's not good it's not yeah. good 
it's not. And uh, I've been talking to some dancers, also and choreographers, and it is also true that the physically there is a, a very um, high demand on the bodies nowadays. You know that it's it's really necessary that there are people specialists that work in that way that it's not just that the dancing aside but that there are <coughs> physiotherapists and um a sports scientist to help as and well. i think also i think also now it's more on the the they're looking more the preventive is in how you can prevent yeah. these injuries so before you know you just go to when you have a sorry my dog is just crazy on the side um <laughs> When you have an injury, you'd go to the physiotherapist and say, you know, I have this and these injuries. While now they're looking, you know, how can you prevent these injuries? How can you, where are your um, weak parts of the body and how can you make them stronger and so to prevent injuries? And it's very interesting because, you know, it also saves you, um, it saves you as a dancer and saves you years of, you know, of injuries and money also, let's face it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all this all this um, sport um, science is changing now, which is nice. Which is nice. It's really because in my time I didn't have this in school. Um, I didn't have uh, someone to tell me about um, um, you know what should I eat or how should I uh, you know prepare myself uh, physically for a performance. Which is like you know just do it. Um, so yeah, it, it's changing. And yeah. Good. But if you look at athletes, for example, it's uh, from a very young age, they are aware of what to eat. They are aware of what they're doing. They're, and also, I think it's the importance of resting, you know, yeah. that we, we think we, we don't realize always that rest is also part of training. Totally. Mm. It, it's true. It's, it's, it's like I said, you know, like dancers, I think that we are a bit like behind with in many things, unfortunately, because I think it's so much um, um, pressure on us just to perform perfectly uh, more, just to be there on stage every day. Um, and that's why our life as a dancer, as our career is so short. Yeah. You know, it's, it's ending up so quickly. It's like a, a second yeah. and you're like, okay, that's it. This is yeah. the whole work I did. And, you know, um, energy and money and for yeah. a few years. Um, but like I said, I have the feeling that it's changing. It's changing the good um, directors or choreographers. They understand why it's important to protect the dancers. Also, like you said, give them rest, take care of them mentally, physically. Um, and I think I also see this in schools. They're starting like when I was in school 20 years ago in, in, uh, in uh, Britain, there I have first time about nutrition, about how you warm up your body, how you take care of small injuries, um, how you prepare mentally for a bigger role or for a, you know for a, for a day as a dancer. Yeah. Uh, in my school, when I in Romania, I didn't have these things. You know, they were mm -hmm. just like work, 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 work. Uh, if you're injured, take a painkiller and just keep working. Mm -hmm. um, which, yeah. Yeah, but then now I want to ask you about this because you are actually um, the perfect person for this role because you understand, yeah. you understand ballet and you understand because you had a career in, in ballet. Mm. But tell me, how did you start um, in ballet? What was the interest when you were a child? How did I start? It's interesting because, uh, you know, 
now lately, many people ask me, how did you start? How did you come to Bali? And honestly, I was thinking, I don't know. So I do remember, you know, jumping around and, you know, dancing and singing. And then yeah. I asked my mom a couple of years, mom, what's the story? What's the story behind me being going to the ballet school? Yeah. And she told me, um, Adrian, look, when you're small, you could not work normally. So your grandmother told me, listen, maybe you should bring to the ballet school so it's going to calm down a bit. So, okay. yeah, so she brought me to the ballet school. I had the exam. I didn't pass because I wasn't trained for ballet. You know, I was a small mm -hmm. child with a big head, no flexibility at all whatsoever. Um, yeah. So a lady, a friend of my mom told her, listen, bring him to the, to the private um, teacher and she, he should try again in one year, which it happened. I managed to go to the ballet school. I think I was nine. And, and first year was just, you know, training every day, hard training, um, till we had our first show performance in the opera house. Uh, it was a production for the school together with the ballet company of the opera house in Bucharest, the Snow White. Um, and I was one of the dwarfs. I was the, the shy one. And I remember the first rehearsal on stage was costumes, lights, all the ballerinas into two. The smell of the of the sets of the stage was just amazing. Even today, when I'm passing a stage where it smells, it has a specific smell. It wakes up memories um, from my childhood. And again, exactly in this moment, I thought this is what I want to do. I want to be a ballet dancer. And then, you know, then, you know, it just started my, my passion and um, this was my life for many years. Um, I didn't dream to do anything else. Um, yeah. And like I said, it, 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 it brought so many beautiful memories and like memories, they would just be with me forever. But um, you went from Bucharest. Where did you go then? Did you go well, to... So I graduated the school, the ballet school in Bucharest in, in eight, 98. Um, and then I was with the opera house one year in Bucharest. And then someone said, listen, um, there's a, a scholarship uh, possibility in England at Elmhurst, which is now the Birmingham ballet school. And I thought, why not? I mean, let's try it. Which is crazy because you know, once you're in a company, you go back to school after one year, oh. which was really interesting for me and also for my ego. I have to say, mm -hmm. it brought me back a bit down with the legs on the earth because you know, in a company, I have to say, everyone loved me in the big chorus. And I was getting so to dance like solo parts. So I thought I'm the best of the best. I was like very. Yeah. So I went to England. I had the exam uh, for the scholarship. I, I managed to, to get it, which was amazing. Um, and there was really this, this um, changing from the Russian ballet school to the English ballet school. That was also for me like, um, you know, I couldn't understand why it's like this. Um, also, you know, I was like a big ego till my teacher said, you know what, you are here to learn. If you don't want to do it, please leave the studio. Um, and then I understood, yeah. okay, okay, let's put an ego <laughs> on the side and let's work. Yeah. Um, so I was lucky to, you know, to have this both like the Russian school and also to learn new things from the Royal, uh, like the British uh, ballet school. Mm. Um, you know, and then I had a one year um, a scholarship. Um, and in this year, I also had the chance to work with Eng English National Ballet 
um, in this, um, they used to have, I think they still have it in the Royal Albert Hall every year, like these huge productions, like mm -hmm. Swan Lake was 80 swans. Uh, oh. I had the Sleeping Beauty from Derek Dean, um, huge production, amazing. Um, also had the chance to work with Matthew Bohr for Swan Lake. Um, so I had so many great chances uh, while I was in England. Um, yeah, and then from there, you know, I just start uh, traveling a bit the world, like Spain, then Vienna, then Glasgow, Scottish Ballet, then back to Vienna. Wow. Um, yeah. So you actually danced in Vienna as well? Yes, I came in Vienna in 2001. Mm -hmm. um, back then it was director Renato Zanella. Mm -hmm. um, and I was here three seasons and then I felt like, you know, I need something new. I need something mm -hmm. different. So um, I've seen the Scottish Ballet has auditions and I thought, why not? Let's go there. Um, I went to Scotland. I had audition. They gave me a contract for Corey Fair, um, which I didn't expect it, honest. Um, and I was there for two years. Beautiful, beautiful memories also. Like, you know, Scottish Ballet, it's a tour company different than Vienna, uh, than Vienna State Ballet. Um, being a tour company, you don't have your own theater. Um, we had our studios in Glasgow, but then we tour around UK and Ireland, oh. which would have, you know, you'd have the, the spring season, the spring tour and the autumn tour. Um, which was again being on the on the bus uh, and touring around was really fun, mm -hmm. but also learning so many things, you know, from new dancers, new uh, vision from the company. And actually, there was the first time when I when I got more involved into the fundraising for the ballet and these friends of the ballet. Oh, I so see. The Scottish Ballet mm -hmm. also has the friends of the Scottish Ballet, um, which, um, like I said, they. Like in Vienna, they're like a couple of, of members which they pay um, monthly or pro season and a specific amount of money. And they support a company for different projects mm -hmm. from, uh, um, you know, like costumes or like sometimes from productions. They also, you know, that they, the ones that the patterns, they give a lot of money, they they can buy amazing big, big, big productions. Mm -hmm. um, and there I was involved, like I said, first time with, with, with these people, like the marketing department, the fundraising department, they will tell us, we have this project, we would like you to be involved, if you like to be involved with us. Um, and then, you know, you start learning more about these people, how, why these people, they are there, why they want to support you. Um, and I was amazed by by these people that, you know, from they have, they want to give you because they love the ballet. And they want you to, to succeed. You as a dancer, but also the, the company. And also, I see also here in Vienna, there are these, these people, beautiful, lovely uh, people, which they are there every show. Uh, you know, they buy the tickets. Um, they, they, you know, they, they support the, the company with, with the money. Um, and they love the dancers. They love the company, which is really, really nice. Really nice. But I, I find this wonderful also that you say, I know there are, I know of people who really literally come almost every performance just to support the ballet and, um, and also the dancers. Yeah. And, yeah. And also like when I used to be a dancer in, in, a, in, a, in a Vienna, I knew 
these people exist because I saw them at every show. They were waiting us at the, at the stage door, you know, saying, yeah. asking for a picture, um, trying to talk with us. But, you know, because I didn't really know who they are, I was kind of scared. I was just trying to get really past really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, being on the other side, I see how much passion these people they have for the dance, mm -hmm. for the ballet and for the dancers. And I really appreciate, like I said, I really appreciate them for being there every time when there's a show, for trying to, to come for every stage rehearsal, um, supporting, like I said, supporting financially, you know, their money. They give us money um, yeah. and they're ready to support us more for different projects. And I'm so thankful. I, I told them, guys, I'm more than thankful. And I can now say this. I'm really thankful for, for your help and for your support. Yeah, but it's because you were on the other side as well, you know. I don't know. You, I don't know it's, you understand it so much better. But I, I don't know. It's because of me. It's because of of the love of the of the company, also of the, the oh. director. You know, they support the the directions mm -hmm. also, um, and it's it's nice. It's nice to 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 get this this feeling. Yeah. But maybe it's also good. I mean, this is sometimes, well, I spoke to some artists also over the lockdown period, and we talked about this distance between audience and, and artists, really. And maybe this is also a lovely way for, for dancers to connect with these people because there's, there is this um, love for the ballet and that they probably, you know, have this, love this connection also with the artists so totally yeah you see now uh, okay the last two years for the art or for most of us or for everyone was a mm -hmm. bit of a tough time through the covid and you no know, you could not do any events mm -hmm. uh that was not nice um now we for example for the friends of the valley for next season we prepared different events where the friends they can meet the dancers mm -hmm where oh, they wow. can speak with each other. Um, you know, there are some uh, rehearsals uh, visits where, you know, they can visit um, the studios. They can be there for the rehearsals or for the training. Um, I think it's this, this um, dialogues between yes. dancers and the friends. It's very important. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. like I said, we, we, we have few events planned for next season. And I hope mm -hmm. nothing will happen again, no COVID again. Um, yeah. because yeah this would be tragic you have to now in your position you have to do this connect the the uh supporters or the the as the sponsors rather yeah the sponsors with the dancers and um do you find also that uh the how is it is is the public overall uh easy to get to the ballet you know, is it is it something that that you find that it's um, the marketing of it? Because uh, yeah, this is, is also a, an an aspect that you get more people into the ballet. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, the last two years was really hard to do anything. Mm -hmm. um, for the next season or the next years, yes, we're planning more marketing. We try to to bring the focus more on the ballet, on the ballet company. Um, Yes, we, we 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 plan. Also, we try to get in contact with the with the I say with the visitors of Opera House, which maybe they didn't hear about the ballet yet, or yeah. you know they, they know there's a company, but they don't know what the company does. They don't know what what the the the, the friend circle of friends does. Mm -hmm. 
And we have different, um, like I said, different marketing strategies planned um, to bring more the, the, the attention on, on the on the ballet. Yeah. 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 And and what is the position of of um, outreach? You know, where where the uh, ballet goes out to schools or because this is also something very important for young children to totally. be exposed to. And I think there are a lot of stigma about ballet. Mm. And um, and it's almost that I, I've also spoken to dancers about this, where uh, young children don't necessarily have to do ballet just to become ballet dancers, but that they start doing the, it as an art form for the love of ballet mm. and for also expression and and all the benefits that it brings. I think this goes more into the audience development, which um, the opera doesn't really have this at the moment. I know they're trying now to the opera to do. Um, it's also something what we talk with the ballet directions would be good and it's important also for the ballet to like, is like to go more into the schools and to teach um, kids but also the teachers of the, in, in yeah. the schools why 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 ballet is important because i think you know mm. ballet is beautiful and it's, it's a, an amazing art but also for every person every child um teach you discipline teach you creativity mm. um teach you you know it, it increased the self-esteem um it, it has so many positive uh, things which they are important and i know that many schools they 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 have in their how say in their program dancing not because they, you know they want to have ballet dancers or like to okay. no but just dancing ballet dancing is really important for everyone and also young or the old like in Scottish ballet they had like this um, program from the for the elderly people like doing ballet um, also like English national ballet and Scottish ballet they're working also with. Um, different like hospitals and like, you know, like mental problems, uh, patients, which, you know, it's, it's, it's increasing the well-being, the well-being. So it yeah. is important to be brought also more in schools and yeah. But yeah, but you know, I, I spoke to a, um, a ballet dancer, Preston Lee, he has a ballet school in, in LA mm -hmm. and he teaches mostly um, adult ballet. And it's amazing what he does. And he has he has dancers there who are, uh, I think he said <coughs> one dancer is 84. And wow. uh, there's a dancer in, in uh, there's dancers in their 70s. And, and he's, he runs his whole project or his whole school on adult dancing. And it's amazing what he does, you know. And I think this is also this uh, stigma that, you can only do ballet when you're a child or, or no. when you're young. And, no. and I think it's so amazing what, what people are capable of doing, what the body is capable of totally. doing. Totally, totally. Yeah. We, had, we had this year um, in March, I think we, we had a movement class uh, mm -hmm. in, the, in the Nurev, um, Salle de Ballet, uh, the Ballet uh, Academy in Vienna for the friends of the state ballet. And then we had, I think like 12 people um elderly persons they had so much fun in this uh, in this movement class just you know moving in a studio and feeling the the how the feeling of moving actually in the, in the ballet yeah. studio was beautiful um and this also we're gonna plan next year again to have a couple of this uh, movement class also bring a friend um mm -hmm. like you, you see that there's so many 
projects which we were thinking to do to to make yeah. them possible it's just sometimes you know it's, it's it's hard to plan everything um mm -hmm. but yeah we we're, we're planning to do if the wish if the wish is there then it will happen exactly exactly, I, exactly we we just have to I just say we have to express the wishes and then totally. it happens. Yeah. Totally. And, totally. And many wishes of people who said it here on my channel, uh, their wishes have come true. So um, I'm sure all these these wishes of yours will come true. Yeah, you know, I always said, you know, someone, someone loves me up there because I think, I remember when I was in Scottish Ballet and like I said, every, at the beginning of the season, the marketing was a fundraising that would, tell us, you know, we have these projects for our friends. Would you be, would you like to be part of it? And then, you know, I said, why not? Cause I had time and we'd had once a month, um, a, a meeting with the friends of the, of the ballet company, um, having a class with them. So, you know, you'd have these um, elder ladies, um, doing training with us, really easy training, then having a house collecting a tea, a tea break with, with them, you know, having a sandwiches and tea in the, in the cantina from the, from the Scottish ballet and just talking with them, you know, just, you know, like friends, like, you know, friends you like to meet sometimes and talk about, um, life and also about your career. And that I thought, mm, it would be nice once, one day also to do something like this. And look at me, I got this chance to do it. And so, like I said, yeah. wishes are coming true. And, you know, something you have to, to to give the wish you know um to stand up in the universe and sometimes absolutely. uh it, absolutely it, it, i 100% agree with you yeah. and yeah. i think it's i i hear you speak about where you were and what you did and and i then i also think it's just perfect you are just perfect because you you gained all the experience from the different companies that mm. you also see and being in the career. So yeah, that's wonderful that you did that. I mean, like, like, like you said, I got inspired a lot from, from England, from mm. Scottish Ballet, English National Ballet. And I know, you know, sometimes I hear, yeah, but no, no, also we're different. And I'm saying, no, people are everywhere the same. Yeah. These people, they love ballet. They love ballet in England. They love ballet in Vienna. They love ballet in Paris or in New York. Mm -hmm. They are there for ballet and they're ready to support uh, the company. So you just have to be open and to talk with them. You know, this yeah. this this communication, um, it's not so hard. You just have to be open and, mm -hmm. and to be there for them because yeah. they are there for us also. Mm. Exactly, no. and it's 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 just part of breaking the barrier between this, you know. Because I I must say, ballet can sometimes it it can look a world apart, mm. you know. It can be a bit on the distance. I think, um, and I think dancers also, you know, they are sort of in their own thing and they're busy with their own. Uh, training and so on so they're not mm. always really connecting so i think this is very important the work that you're doing now at the moment. i I, mm. I mean i mean i'm 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 hoping i'm gonna i'm gonna manage this and you know i'm i'm trying my best yeah um but you know i'm, I'm also lucky to have the support of the of the directions of the ballet mm. um you know that they understand completely this this vision let's say like this um and yeah i'm, I'm lucky i'm lucky to 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 be supported also the, from the from the directions yeah. of the ballet. Mm -hmm.
But now, Adrian, tell me what is what is your wish apart from the the ballet wishes? And but but what is your wish for the future for yourself? Oh, for myself. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, good good question. Um, well, of course, on one side, I wish to be successful in what I'm doing. Yeah. I wish to leave something behind me which um, changes for good. Um, mm -hmm. especially in, 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 let's say in the, in the ballet, mm -hmm. uh, in what I'm doing as a, as a head of the circle of friends, um, and other wishes is just, you know, just to, to bring happiness and light, uh, around me. That sounds a bit maybe, uh, but yeah, I, I just, you there, yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, you know. I hope you know people they're gonna remember of me with uh, with a smile on, on their on their face and uh, yeah. But you said now that you've got a dog. Yes, I have a dog, which is uh, which is the next office, and because it's a glass uh, a glass door, he's like you know he wants to come to me. Oh really? uh, yeah, yeah, he's a, he's still a big baby. He's uh, yeah. well. Um, yeah well dogs is it is it uh if you say it's a baby how long do you have the dog now? uh he's well he's a big baby he's one okay. year and a half now oh okay yeah okay. but awesome. uh yeah he's uh he's my big still, love yeah. yeah still active <laughs> yeah yeah he is he is yeah. but now adrian tell me um i have one more question for yes. you can you do a shout out for your favorite restaurant or coffee shop in Vienna? Oh, um, yeah. I used to like, I, I'm used to like, because I still like it, but because I'm not yeah. vegan now since two years, they don't have so many, <laughs> yeah, I didn't have so many uh, vegan um, menus. It was the bank yeah. in first district. And now I really like uh, the plane is called. This is in the ninth district. Mm -hmm. It's a very small vegan um, restaurant, which is really, mm -hmm. I, I like it. It's really nice. Okay. Um, it's like a coffee restaurant place. Um, yeah. Very, okay. very nice. So if you have time, I should, I would recommend it to you. Yeah, I'll, go the plane. Give, it a, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. And um, I'm not vegan, but but I'm sure there will be something that I can eat. Yeah, also it's like <laughs> vegetarian, <laughs> yeah, and the coffee's good. <laughs> but, um, yeah. okay, but I'll put their link in the description as well. Thank you. But Adrian, <laughs> thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Petra. Thank you for inviting me to be, you know, to to be part of your uh, interview series no, um, such a pleasure such a great privilege and um and all the best with your work with thank you thank you and i'll see you i'll definitely see you in i'm sure house. we're gonna see us soon <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure okay then have a have a lovely day thank you you too see you soon see you soon adrian bye bye, bye. petra bye